The views expressed on the following program of those of its hosts and participants in no way reflect those of the staff or management of WNRI. The time for empty talk is over. Now arrives the hour of action. It's time for the John DePietro Show here on News Talk WNRI, 1380 AM and 99.9 and 95.1 FM. He's a special kind of sentinel. Mr. DePietro, who is in the eye of the storm. Suddenly, John DePietro became the story. Radio talk show host John DePietro. All right, here we go on this Friday, and what a Friday it is. Good morning, one and all. My goodness, this whole thing, the national nightmare may be coming to an end. And I love it. I love the fact Cicilline crying. They're all crying. We weren't witnesses. You're not getting any witnesses. How do you like them apples? Too blank and bad. No way. How does acquittal sound? Sounds pretty blank and good to yours truly. <laughs> Damn right. Folks, good morning. It is Juan. It is the John DePietro Show. We are uh, off and running here on this Friday. It is a day to celebrate. Uh, without question, our fearless leader. Looks like he's in the clear. Good morning, Nicholas. That's right. Good morning, Wolf. How about that? Uh, good morning. Hola, Ryan. What a day to celebrate. How's the sign look? There's Chris Moran. Folks, we have a huge program. I am so pumped. This whole thing is coming to an end. Good morning, Wolf. I love that Wolf listens. Let's see some thumbs up. Thank you very much, Chris Moran. No one's listening to Park Boy. All listen to Juan. That's right, Johnny Brasco. I had a dream last night. Poor Salty is absolutely rolling in his grave at those amateurs. The Cackle, Pork Boy, Ola Joe Roberts, Fat Allen, the whole crew of amateurs. Total amateur hour. How they've destroyed what was once a great radio station. Poor Salty in the dream said, I can't believe what has happened. Good morning, Maria. Hi there, Nicole. I said, I know us, man. I know. It's terrible. That, hey, listen, they're letting Pork Boy single-handedly, good morning, Nicole, single-handedly destroy the station. It is lost. It is adrift. It has crashed at this point. But, folks, the big news again. Um, you know, Schumer, they're all crying. This is so fantastic. There's our friend Pat Cordalesa, soon-to-be Senator Pat Cordalesa. Good morning, Elizabeth. Look at all those thumbs up and happy faces. Folks, you can tell I'm in very good spirits today. Very, very good spirits. And not because I'm going to do my impression of Matt Frazier before our time is up today. I don't know if I should. <laughs> you seen that show? Guy from Cranston that's uh, doing a reality show. Hi there, Anthony Sasso. The Vin Man is in. How do people like that Trump sign? Look at that. There's Kathy Santos. Let's go higher. I'm seeing 51 on Facebook Live. Hire. Share that you're watching it. Show all the Trump supporters. There's Rosanna Lynn. That's right. West Fountain 2020. There's Vincent. Great day, Juan. It is. I'm going to play some of the sound. Good morning, Pat. What a day to be alive. What a day to be an American. There's my friend Dennis Warburton. Friend since first grade, for crying out loud. He stands strong with Juan big time. So I was on the phone, folks, yesterday with the White House. I'm going to tell you about that story. We have some uh, great things coming up. We have some Ann Coulter news. Who would love to see Ann Coulter and meet her in person? Good morning, Roseanne. I love it. Do a thumbs up on Facebook Live if you'd like to have Ann Coulter come to Rhode Island, get a chance to hear her, meet her. She's just terrific. 
Johnny Mattiello, prison. You're damn right. Hey, the good news is he's not even going to have to leave Cranston. <laughs> the Mattiello. How about the state police last night out in front of his uh, fundraiser at Crown, Crime Plaza? Excuse me, Crown Plaza. <laughs> it's a little joke there. A little humor on a Friday. <laughs> but good morning, one and all. Well, uh, folks, again, this portion of the program is we kick things off on what is going to be a very dramatic day. So excited. I love them. They're screaming and crying. And, uh, and I'm going to explain several things. We give, we'll give you the latest. That's right. Happy days are here again. Uh, I will explain why uh, they're so upset. And also, you know, it's tough around here to even get even accurate information because we're so embarrassed by the situation with um, who represents us. You know, like I, I, I admit, just let a little bit down. Um, I, I, I'm obviously, I admit, I, I'm biased. Oh, it doesn't matter. I was going to hold up the impeached Cicilline magnet that you can get at Bory Graphics. But I have the camera facing me this time just because I'm in such a good mood on this Friday. And I loved watching them all crying and everything. But as we kick things off, let me get in the, uh, this portion of the program is brought to you by West Fountain Auto Body. Folks, remember, if God forbid you're ever in an accident, if some illegal, uh, you know, moron or nitwit or drunk or someone on drugs hits you, all right, if anyone damages your vehicle, someone said, John, Juan, I know what you do. You called Tim Dodd. Well, I mean, yes, you could call Tim Dodd, I guess. But what, what I was going to say is in order to repair the vehicle, someone asked me yesterday, you know, I need an attorney. Do you think Tim Dodd would take, I don't know, contact him, call him. I don't give out his number. I mean, I guess I could. Uh, we haven't done that. Good morning, Kevin. There's Sherry Moss. Sherry, how about the fact, Sherry Moss, they're not, this whole business about the uh, field trip, no one is covering the fact. This whole stupid thing with the field trip statewide, it all started with Matt Plain. It all started with Matt Plain. There was never a problem with field trips in Rhode Island. And uh, Cole used to have the trip to uh, Washington, D.C. that uh, my three have gone on. Jacqueline Claire's gone on that. Kate's gone on that. The D-man went on that. And then Matt Plain and some of these other idiots stepped in. And Mark Patinkin, they're all doing this thing about the field trips. No one's going back to where the whole thing started. It was, it was uh, you know, Bum Plain's brother, Matt Plain. He's the one. They're the ones that stopped that whole thing. But anyhow, um, this is going to be a, a rolling train of thought type of program. Phone lines are open, by the way. 401-766-1380. 401-766-1380. Are the state police zeroing in, Speaker Mattiello? Yes, they are. And I'm giving you the latest on that. More exclusive information today. How about the fact that uh, Mattiello told Demers, you better not show up at PJ's Pub in Cranston on Pontiac Avenue. Demers showed up. The Mattiello crime family, they gathered there on Friday nights. Jim Demers, Captain Bum, a goon's goon, showed up uninvited. And Mattiello escorted him, hello there, Frank, to the parking lot. Said, what's the matter with you? Jimmy, what's the, what's the matter with you? What are you doing here? What's the matter with you? It was like the scene in, um, in Goodfellas. When uh, the guy shows up at the bar and he's got the, uh, you know, the pink Cadillac and the, the, or the fur coats. What's the matter with you? And De Niro just keeps saying, what's the matter with you? Jimmy, I'm sorry. Jimmy, what's the matter with you? What are you, nuts? What's the matter with you? No, it was the one that showed up, I think, with the Cadillac. I mean, that's what it was like to Murs. You know, Johnny Hockey, I'm going to go back and forth. I'm going to go back and forth on um, the camera angle today. I mean, we try both. Sometimes I don't do it like this because I get distracted. It gets me in a bad mood. I'm in such a good mood today. I don't think that could happen. However, sometimes I do underestimate the audience. But it is big. And let me again start off. If you are ever in an accident, if someone damaged your vehicle. See, sometimes um, I have uh, the camera that's straight on me and then it's a straight shot. I have it today straight on me like that. And so that's why this sign that Frank Ritchie was so generous to give me 
is actually inverted. So that's why it comes out that way. If you look at this, um, it actually comes out great in a in a camera. But anyhow, remember, folks, West Fountain Auto Body. It's very simple. It's Kenny. It's Patricia. Now, listen, they've also they have a great new hire, a great new hire. Hold on. I have her name. Where is it? Uh, What's the matter with you? You just had it. What's the matter with you? What's the matter with you? That's not it. Oh, my goodness. Now I feel bad. Uh, All right, I'll find it. She's very, very nice. And anyhow. um, But West Fountain Auto Body. Remember, pick up the phone, call them. If you ever find yourself in an accident, it's West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340. Kaylee, that's right. That's exactly right, Kaylee. How'd you know that? How come I don't have that? I had that in my notes. What the hell's the matter with me? Hold on. See, now I'm getting myself upset. Um, I had that right in my phone. I saw her yesterday. She's so nice. Kaylee, that's right. Kaylee Campagnoni, is that what it is? Campagnone? Very, very nice. That is exactly right. And she's doing a terrific job there. But, folks, that's what I mean. Thank you for that. Thank you, Chris. Oh, Pat is my mother. Oh, fantastic. Oh, the greatest. How about that photo in the journal? That photo in the journal is unbelievable. She was a trailblazer. Talk about a trailblazer as far as, uh, hello there, my old friend, Kim. Kim, uh, hey, Kim, we got to talk. I think Jacqueline Claire. Uh, I'll talk, Kim, I'll talk to you off air. Kim, are you still with, um, Miss Outstanding, Miss Outstanding Teen? Well, we'll talk off air. I think Jacqueline Claire would be a great candidate for that. She's dynamite. Kim, you should have seen Jacqueline Claire. I have a photo, even though it'll be backwards. Jacqueline Claire was the queen in uh, Cinderella, and she was just fantastic. Um, oh God, I love seeing her on stage. Let me hold it up on camera. Look at that. How about that, Kim? Here's little Jacqueline Claire. She was the queen in Cinderella. No, Cinderella is the lead, but she was still very, very good. Um, there's her in the um, King during the uh, very, very good production. The, the uh, sets were fantastic, by the way. But anyhow. All right. And there's another shot, Kim, of uh, Jacqueline Claire. There's Frank Ritchie. Thank Frank. About time. Running a little late there, Frank. Frank, thank you for the nice sign, folks. Folks, you can get these signs at uh, GOP Rhode Island Republican headquarters. All right. Let me get to the matter at hand. And that is, this portion of the program is brought to you by West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340, 272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body. If you're ever in an accident, you can either tell the tow truck operator to bring the vehicle there, or you can call them. They'll handle everything for you. It's West Fountain Auto Body. Well, folks, this is a glorious day. Again, phone lines are open, 766-1380. Hello there, Maria. You can email me, john at dipetro.com. John at dipetro.com. Visit the blanking website for crying out loud. Visit the blanking website. Now, I will have, I have new exclusive information. Uh, state police in the parking lot last night at uh, Crime Plaza or Crown Plaza in Warwick. Mattiello, Team Mattiello, they are melting down. And Mattiello told Demers, you better not show up at my fundraiser at uh, Crime Plaza, Crown Plaza. By the way, Ramundo. You know, she still is like, what, what is wrong with her? She still, Governor Raimondo, her, some of her friends and allies are furious with the governor. Hi there, Karen. Karen, I was just thinking of you, Karen Calkins, who was so generous to my parents. Karen had a wonderful store. Do you still have the store, Karen? Right in Patuxent Village. And uh, 
my mother would go down there and get different books and things like that. And so, um, but thank you, Karen, and a wonderful family with Susan and Wink. Um, but anyhow, um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Uh, so the state police were at the, the uh, Matty Yellow fundraiser last night, and he was a wreck. And he started to feel the speakers really feeling the heat. And how about the fact that the state police yesterday went and they questioned. Yes, that's right. Questioned. Oh, she does. Okay. What, what's the name of your store, Karen? Um, something in. I don't remember. Type it in if you don't mind. We'll give it a plug here. Uh, right next to the ice cream place. What's the name of that? I can't think of it. Something Tails? Something like that. Anyhow, it does look good. Um, so uh, Frank Montanaro, Sammy the Bull Gravano for uh, the Mattiello crime family was questioned by state police. And folks, he is nervous. Now, what you got to realize is they're feeling heat. And they have a lot of heat on them. They have a lot of heat on them. Hello there. Good morning, Scott. Hey, Scott, is the bar open? Um, <laughs> private joke. Um, but they have a lot of heat. And the thing is, they can't stand any state police on them because they have a lot of heat. You have to recognize this is a real crime family. They have all different, Mattiello and his uh, Goombas, they have all different types of schemes that they're involved in. So the problem is not only what they did with the convention center, which is moving ahead with the investigation. And by all accounts, all sources tell me Mattiello will be indicted before March 1st. I'm, twice told tales. That's right. Right next to the Patuxent Baptist Church of the Villas. Twice told tales. Thank you, Karen. I'll pop in there someday. Um, but, folks, that is the thing to watch is because, see, they're involved with when you're a criminal, right, and they're criminals, you don't want any type of police activity coming, coming on you. You don't want anything that draws attention to them because they're involved with all different types of schemes. So this throws off their life because they're meeting with other criminals, meaning uh, the Mattiello crime family. So, so every, most of the time on Friday nights, they gather at PJ's Pub on Pontiac Avenue. I used to, hello there, Carlene. I used to play basketball at uh, CLCF. That was the first court of its kind or one of the first courts of its kind in the country that had a special uh, surface. It was like a rubber. You could take a quarter and bounce it because all the basketball courts used to be wooden. But PJ's Pub is right down there. It's a hangout of the Mattiello crime family. And Demers shows up last week uninvited. And the speaker squats him out to the parking lot. What, like, what the hell are you doing here? Can't be seen here. I can't be seen with you. So Demers doesn't realize that his life has changed. So we'll see uh, whether or not they have the, they were having an emergency meeting last week, but Demers was told not to show up. So he's uninvited. But so you have Matty Yellow, the backdrop of this, having the fundraiser last night at uh, Crime Plaza. Look at the numbers climb on Facebook Live. 59, 58. Go, let's go higher. Share that you're watching it. Let's see. Thumbs up. The crowd that loves Facebook Live. Um, but so I will, I have new exclusive information about Matty Yellow. The investigation is going on. They've talked to far more people than people realize. And the fact they went in after that goon, Frank Montanaro. Folks, you need to realize he's, he's a bad guy. Frank Montanaro, they, they, they are criminals. He and Mattiello, they're running a criminal enterprise. They need to be removed. And don't tell me, well, we don't know who's going to come in next. There's plenty of good people who could come in next. But the investigation is moving ahead. The information, by the way, that I have, and I have a new report coming up on the website over the next 24 hours is one thing that it certainly seems to be for certain is that the, 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 the security goon in the middle of this, the former head of the, not head, but a captain with the Rhode Island State Police, this Jim Demers. Hi there, Lawrence. No, just excited, Lawrence. Um, 
he will be, I believe he will be arrested. The information that I have is Demers will be arrested. Now, I'm not going to get into exact what the charges are, but it would seem that he is going to be charged in this. And then they're going to, you know, build out from there. What I understand is they're going to squeeze Demers. So the prosecutors, there are several charges they could bring on Demers. They're going to start to squeeze him. But let's get to the real matter at hand, folks. And that is, I can't believe what is going on. Full meltdown. The fact that, let me, let me explain what's going to happen. The president is going to be acquitted. And then all of this talk of, you know, they can't do this. Hi there, Katie O'Brien. And what this is going to do, let, let's, let's look at the next couple of days. I'm going to tell you right now why that President Trump is going to be acquitted. And it's, it, it's going to be like it never happened. Okay, it's going to be like it never happened. Let's just look over the next couple of days. Ready? Many times, if you do something where they're going to acquit him and the media's going to be up in arms and people are going to be screaming bloody murder, Cicilline's already inconsolable, right? Grief council's heading to Democrat headquarters, everything else. Sunday is the Super Bowl, right? Monday is the Iowa caucus. Tuesday is the State of the Union. Do you think anyone's going to be talking about this impeachment fiasco on what? Of, of course not. Or never mind. You have this coronavirus that is slowly working its way over here onto American shores. So my point is, this whole thing is going to be knocked off the pages. They can scream and cry, "Hello, there, Susie!" All they want, but it's it's not going to resonate. It's not going to just hang out there. Plus, we haven't. They haven't even had the funeral yet for Kobe Bryant. You have major news. And then, so again, follow me now on the calendar. You have, first of all, the coronavirus is starting to be the lead story. So it's knocking things down like that. Hi there, Paula. Good morning. There's Paula Esposito. Um, The Super Bowl obviously wipes everything out. Monday, Iowa caucus. Tuesday, State of the Union. So then you have Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then the New Hampshire primary is the week after that. Hello there, Vincent. So my point is. Whatever way people are upset over, quote, the impeachment, um, it's, 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 gonna, it's not going to go anywhere. There's too many other things that are going to knock out of the headlines. It's going to get off the front page very, very quickly. The Trump people know that. It is essential to wrap this thing up today and tomorrow and get it done with. And then you're wiped out and then you have the Super Bowl. And then next week you start like it never happened. How about that sign? How does the sign? Hello there, Arthur. Let's say on Facebook Live. How does that sign look to everybody on Facebook Live? I'm holding up a Trump sign. Let's see some thumbs up or happy faces if you like how the Trump sign looks on Facebook Live. Hello there, Wolf. Um, and everybody can see it. I think it looks great. Look how beautiful that is. Frank Ritchie did a great job. Trump 2020. Look at that, Chris. Make liberals cry again. And they will be crying. Let me play you some of the sound. Let's go to some of the highlights. Karen likes it. Karen, how much is Wink into it? Wink is uh, so on board with that. All right, let me play uh, some of my sound. Uh, not some of my sound. Let me play. How about this one? Now, this is one of the, um, she is one of the editorial writers for the New York Times. You want to talk about dramatic. So this is last night. Folks, these people are almost crying. Look at that. Hello there, Dennis Farber. These people are, are literally almost crying over what's, what's happening. Let me play this. Just listen to this. 
watched this process unfold and are living in reality. Um, and Lamar Alexander did actually acknowledge that reality, which is that the president did yes. do something wrong. And that is important. Um, we shouldn't just gloss, gloss that over. But I think for that majority of Americans, what we're witnessing tonight is um, really a capstone in a just total collapse of faith in American institutions. I think if you're an American who uh, believes the evidence that the House managers laid out, you have to be thinking to yourself tonight, I need to get myself and everybody on my block and everybody in my family to a poll very quickly because otherwise this president is not going to be held accountable. And, you know, I have to say, as somebody who grew up um, with a father who grew up in the Jim Crow South and in the, in the Jim Crow uh, Detroit, a lot of what this has looked like from the Republican side, the kind of imagining and uh, the farcical nature of this, that the lack of good faith argument sounds very familiar to me, and uh, it's, it's actually quite scary. I think we're at a very scary moment. I think you just spoke for metric tons of our viewers watching metric tons. Metric tons. Wait a minute. Do you mean to tell me right there on Brian Williams, uh, the, the 11 o'clock hour or whatever the hell that show is, he gives a shout out to Governor Gump? I don't make anybody happy. Metric ton. That's a chafy line. Hello there, Rick. Hola. Hi there, Deborah. Oh, I know. You know, just the opposite is happening. Jim Crow? Are you kidding me? Complete collapse? No. This is not a complete collapse. It's really just the opposite. And as much as they say, oh, this is going to get the people out to the polls, wrongo. We're going out twice as strong. I wish I could vote yesterday for this president, okay? That's how strongly I feel. They think they're going to have people out. Guess what? We're tired of it. We're going to have people out because you're tired of it. That's right, Daniel. Uh, no witnesses. Sounds like a sham. For now, all presidents have absolute power. Just remember that. Hello, Melissa. You know, that, that is BS, whoever just put that no witnesses. They had a chance in the House to make their case. And people like Cicilline and Nadler and Schiff, they wanted to rush the thing along. It's their fault. Don't blame us for no blanking witnesses. Okay? This is not, what do, what do you think this is? This is the United States of America. This whole thing, uh, Alexander, Lamar Alexander is exactly right. All right, it was not, all right, all due respects to the president. I'll even admit, it wasn't a perfect phone call. And I'm not sure I like Rudy Giuliani running over there. But you, well, this is not, you're not going to room from office. This reporter for the New York Times, to compare it to Jim Crow, are you kidding me? This is a joke. This never should have been brought. They are abusing the impeachment process. They're trying to overturn an election. You know that. I know that. That's what this whole thing has been about. You can't get solid information on Cicilline or White House or how about that useless Langevin? God, I wish someone would take that guy out as far as knock him out of office. Let me be very clear. Has been a three-year witch hunt. And the president holds strong. My God, thank God he holds strong. A complex. What is this, the United States of America? These people are so, my God, they are so preachy, right? Diversity. Everything is fine as long as they're getting their way. You know what's amazing is, if you notice what's going on in Rhode Island, it is the complete opposite of what's going on in the country. For instance, here in Rhode Island, that's the way you feel about things in Rhode Island, where they rig the elections, right? No one's held accountable. One party rule. 
And thank God on a national front, we have people like, how great is Mitch McConnell? Oh, my God, that guy. You want to talk about a patriot. You want to talk about an American. You want to talk about a leader. You want to talk about brave and courage. Mitch McConnell, if they thought they were going to outwit him, they are sadly, sadly mistaken. I will take a President Trump and Mitch McConnell united, right, a united force. They want to preserve what's important to you without question. But all of this crying going on and listen, it's not there. And I think, you know, what Lamar Alexander said, I think it is accurate. And that is that, you know, maybe it was inappropriate, but we're not going to remove him. Let me play a little more uh, sound. And again, this was last night. They were all upset because they realize this thing is coming to an end. Listen, it's a scam. It's a show. It shouldn't be going on, right? It should not. And so let me play. Uh, this is some of the sound from, uh, I, I can't believe, I mean, Carl Bernstein, you know, now they want to use the word cover up. Hold on. It's not a real trial and it's not a real exoneration. And it's a cover up. That's what the, the Senate has now done. They have covered up what the President of the United States has done in his grievous action when they had the ability to find out more and reach a bipartisan, as it were, decision if we could oh, hear from on. the witnesses. If Mr. Bolton what? could come in uh. and tell us, is there anything else there? No, maybe it would be exonerating. This is a cover-up, plain and simple. Whoa. And there has been no attempt throughout this proceeding by the Republicans in this Senate of the United States, the so-called world's greatest deliberative body, which we've now known, uh, we now can see how deliberative it is, uh, that we have seen now a really shameful and, and an episode in our history that is going to redound for many, many years. No, it is not. Particularly because what? of the Dershowitz catechism oh for the cult God. of Trump. Let me explain something. No one has been paying attention, okay? This isn't showing up in any polls. It's not moving any minds. That's right. I want my tax money back. You, you, you want to talk, these, this crowd, and again, folks, good morning, it's John DePietro. By the way, phone lines are open. We're going to do, what time is it, 1131. I am going to talk about this. We are going to talk about Mattiello. We're going to monitor what's going on. But I want to open up the phone lines, almost like an open topic, anything topic, although I do have things I, wanna, I do want to touch on, specifically the stuff about Mattiello, developments with state police now going after the Speaker of the House, and more importantly, on impeachment. You know, this thing, it, it was never bipartisan, and it was never going to be bipartisan. Cover-up, there's no cover-up. There, there, there's no cover-up. This, this is not a reason to remove a president from office. There's no high crime. There's no high crime here. This whole thing has been to try to knock him out because they know right now the way the landscape is that President Trump is going to get reelected. That's what this is about. That's what this has always been about. Period. This is what they're afraid of. See what I'm holding up on Facebook Live, Trump 2020? That's what they're afraid of. This is what this whole exercise has been about. And you know what they're really upset about and they're frightened about? Is Bernie Sanders is going to win Iowa on Monday night. And then Senator Bernie Sanders is going to win New Hampshire after that. And then Senator Bernie Sanders, I believe, could go in and win Nevada, even though they have a big union base. And then we'll see what happens in South Carolina. And then on Super Tuesday, they're waiting to see if Mike Bloomberg, who's already spent hundreds of millions, if he can rise up and stop Bernie Sanders. And if not, this next election is going to be 
President Trump against Senator Bernie Sanders. And we good morning, Tom Craig. There's my friend Frank Marr. Frank, uh, text me if you want to breakfast tomorrow morning. This is what it's about. This is what it's about. And they're frightened. And, l- and let me be very clear. There's no way. There is no way that Sanders beats President Trump. Impossible. You know why? Because the Bloomberg people, the Biden people, the Klobuchar people, whoever they are, they're not getting behind Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders has never fully been vetted. He's a socialist and a communist. Good morning, David. Period. His ideas. People don't even realize life as you know it would come to an end. If you're a business owner, you will never vote for Bernie Sanders. You won't be able to get workers anymore. Forget about it. Bernie Sanders, how about tax rates at 80%? He's not talking about improving the United States. He wants to end the United States. No way, no how. This, is gonna, this election will be capitalism versus communism. And I know you people, you people, <laughs> people do not want to go to a form of communism, which has failed everywhere. It's not happening. Frank Ritchie, look how beautiful that sign looks. So that's what this is about. And let's just say that Biden or how about this? Let's just say Mike Bloomberg is wildly successful on Super Tuesday and his campaign's off. Excuse me. Time out. Do you mean the Bernie Sanders people are going to help out and vote for Mike Bloomberg? They've been rallying and railing against billionaires. And the guy's got 52 billion. That's never happening. These are two sides that are never coming together. And I give tremendous credit. President Trump and Mitch McConnell because they have kept all the Republicans in gear. And that's not easy to do. All right, 766-1380. To the phones we go on this glorious Friday. Good morning. You're up on the John DePietro Show. Hello. You talking to me? Am I, am I on? You're on right now. Go right ahead. Right. I was here on the radio. Hey, how are you? Uh, just calling about the impeachment jam, and I didn't know if you had known and seen the whole whistleblower escapade and and uh found out any information on that because I, I looked into it and it's quite alarming. What what exactly when you say impeachment sham, what what do you what do you mean impeachment sham? I mean which I which which do you think the president should be acquitted or do you think they should have witnesses oh, yeah. and continue on? It should have never happened. He should have okay. been acquitted, it should have never happened. It's, okay. it's all big uh, you know, big uh, ruse from the beginning. I that's agree. why I was asking if you saw anything about the whistleblower. You know, that, that stuff it, it starts to um it starts to go to inside and I don't think it, it really matters to be honest with you. But people here's the thing. Thank you for the call. Sounds like a first-time caller. 766-1380. Folks, um, people are not, people don't care. People are not paying attention. And every time, I don't know if there's anyone listening right now or watching, for that matter, that when you try to watch it, it's so redundant. Every time you put it on, it's, it's as if Schiff and the rest of them, they just keep repeating the same speech over and over and over again. As if they think... The more they say it, maybe then it's going to resonate. It's not affecting polls. No one's going to go down on it. No one's going to go up on it. It is, it, it, I'll, I'll give you this. It has certainly energized the Bernie Sanders people. If anyone has benefited from this, it's Bernie Sanders. What's happening right now on the, on the landscape, the national landscape, is the Senator Elizabeth Warren, um, her campaign is basically collapsing. It has collapsed. And she even put out something yesterday that is, it's so ludicrous. It's such a reach of what she's trying to do. It shows how desperate 
the Warren campaign is. Now, Elizabeth Warren collapsing is bad and has been bad for Biden because Bernie Sanders is really shooting up. Now, the national polls, I don't think the national polls, and again, folks, good morning. It's John DePietro. Good morning, Sam. 766-1380. You can call into the program. 401-766-1380. You can email me, john at dipietro.com. They keep showing these national polls. It doesn't mean anything. To me, that doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything because they're showing, well, right now, Biden and Sanders nationwide. Front. You, you have to look at this momentum when you win some of these early contests. And Mayor Pete is doing very well, I think. Now, we'll have a show on Monday and then Donna Perry will be in on Tuesday. But the way I view this, I believe on Monday night, Sanders, Bernie Sanders is going to win Iowa. And I think Mayor Pete's going to be number two. And Biden three and Elizabeth Warren four, maybe not, maybe even five. Klobuchar, if Klobuchar didn't have to go to the impeachment thing, she may have risen higher. Now, what does that mean? Number one, it's bad for Biden, but it's really good for Mayor Pete. That's going to propel him up more in New Hampshire. Bernie Sanders, unless I see something differently, I believe he's going to win New Hampshire. Now, the Sanders people are going to be out of their minds, right? You get fundraising. When you win, the money keeps pouring in. Elizabeth Warren, the problem with her campaign right now, she doesn't have any money. Mayor Pete, he's raising money. Mayor Pete, I believe he's also going to do well in New Hampshire. So these national polls, I'm surprised they put them out because they start to, Biden will only go down. The Biden campaign is in trouble. He's not resonating on the stump. He's not saying anything that seems to be moving the needle one way or the other. Mayor Pete is a problem for Biden. And Biden definitely, without question in my mind, he has been. Good morning, Marianne. Senator, Vice President Biden has been damaged by the impeachment proceedings, right? He has. As far as Hunter Biden and him and the whole thing, he is a damaged candidate. He is. So, and, and how is, for me, the question is, you know, can Biden hang on to try to win South Carolina? I, I, I don't know about that. Biden is going to be under tremendous pressure losing Iowa and then losing New Hampshire. Because Bernie, as Elizabeth Warren, Elizabeth Warren, as her campaign continues to disintegrate and collapse, those people will go over to Bernie Sanders. What, what is hurting Biden is just how poorly Elizabeth Warren is doing. If Elizabeth Warren was doing better, then Bernie would be doing you know, worse. And then it's, it's a little tighter between Biden and Bernie. The fact that she's doing so poorly really hurts. It kind of reminds me, in 2006, if you remember, at one point, you had Sheldon Whitehouse... Um, Sheldon Whitehouse in a primary against Matt Brown for the Senate now. And then you had Laffey Chafee. And a problem for Laffey became that Matt Brown did so poorly and dropped out that so many people that would have voted for Senator Whitehouse did not have to vote for him. And they bailed out and voted in the Laffey Chafee primary. So I see some kind of a comparison that if Matt Brown had continued to run strong, against Senator Sheldon Whitehouse. A lot of the people that voted for Chafee against Laffey, they would have had to stay in the Democrat primary and vote for Sheldon Whitehouse against Matt Brown. But Matt Brown totally burned out. Matt Brown, the town went down. And suddenly those people were then free 
to vote. If Matt Brown had run stronger and stayed in against Sheldon, Laffey would have beat Chafee and it would have been a completely different dynamic. With this, what is really hurting Biden is the basic collapse of the Elizabeth Warren campaign. People are looking at both somewhat similar and they're deciding, you know what, I'm going with Bernie. And think what that says about Elizabeth Warren. I mean, the guy's 78 years old, he's had a heart attack. What if he has another heart attack? This is why they're so upset, folks. They thought the impeachment was the firewall. The impeachment of President Trump was supposed to be the firewall to stop him for 2020. Without that impeachment, without taking him out, and now he will be acquitted. That's the key. Mitch McConnell, he is so brilliant. I love the fact that Mitch McConnell floated that we may not have the votes to block witnesses. And folks, just don't fall into this business about witnesses. Okay, that's a sham. They want to just drag this out as long as they possibly can. Nope, this thing is coming to an end. They know it. They have failed. Super Bowl, coronavirus, Monday is Iowa, Tuesday is State of the Union. Impeachment is yesterday's news. Anybody talking about Iran anymore? That's how quick the news cycle is, and they know it. Good morning, Diane, and this is Scott. 766-1380. To the phones we go. Good morning. You're on the John DePietro Show. Hello. A fine Friday morning to you, sir, my friend. And it certainly is, Steve. What a glorious day. Have you ever seen such crying as they're realizing now that they are not going to remove this president? They're not going to overturn the election. And President Trump is now going to be in a perfect position to be reelected. John, it's a beautiful day, isn't it? I just said it is, yes. It's it's unbelievable. John, I have one question for you, my friend. Uh, Going into November, okay, um, I've been been looking around and I still can't find an answer. Um, Going into the November elections, okay? Um, I'm listening. I'm not going to keep saying okay. I, I am listening to you, so just proceed. Okay. Um, who are the candidates that are going to be running for re-election in both the Senate and the Congress? Is it going to be... Um, Hold on. I'm sorry. Uh, Repeat. Begin the question from the beginning. I apologize. Oh, Go I, ahead. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, who going into November... All right. This November, you're asking me. Okay. That's a good question. Senator Reid is up for re-election. That's Six-year term. Okay. Senator Reid's up for re-election. And every two years, Cicilline and Langevin are up for re-election. So we will have three... Uh, oh, uh, elections. Cicilline's going to be in there, too. Okay. Every two uh, years. Cicilline, Langevin, and this time, Senator Reid. Okay. John, you answer my question, because I didn't know that Cicilline was going to be up for re-election. I knew that Langevin was, and I had a thought that Reid was, um, because Sheldon ran, um, what was it, like a year ago or something like that, um, and he got re-elected over Judge Flanders. Correct. He ran in 18. He, that was 18. Right. Can you see Judge Flanders running again? No. Uh, to try to take uh, no. To try to take Reed's spot? No. That's not happening. No, you don't think so. No, okay. I, I, it's not happening. No, no. Right okay. now, right now, uh, Senator Reed, I believe, has some kind of a challenger, but it's someone I've never heard of, and I, I just I, he he is that's the that's really the toughest race. Um, in Rhode Island, that's really the toughest race in Rhode Island. Is um, if there's anyone that's protected in in this state, it's oh, really absolutely. Senator Reid. Although right now absolutely. the Cicilline is pretty protected. Absolutely, I, I, you know, um, you know, John Reid is um, Reid has probably been one of the only Democrats 
um, as far as I'm concerned, I, I'm unaffiliated, um, but I, I, you know, I lean towards the Republican Party. Um, but I'll tell you what, Reed is—he's—he's um, he's probably one of the only legislators who has actually done um, some fairly positive things going into Rhode Island. You know what I mean? So I, I think he's going to be—I think he's going to be difficult to, uh, you know, to uh, you know, to uh, to defeat. But I'll tell you what. So you're saying. Uh, both Cicilline and uh, Landrigan are up for uh, re-election? Correct. Oh, mama. Okay. All right, John. That's every two years. Oh. Congress is every two years. Right now, you know, what's unfortunate is around the country, there is talk that the Republicans, they may, they may take the House. So right now, as much as... Cicilline and Langevin, I mean, they don't get anything done. And the Democrats, that's why Nancy Pelosi may lose her speakership. Because I, I think around the country, the Republicans may take the House. And then that uh, Representative Kevin McCarthy, he would become the new speaker. Exactly. Well, I mean, we, we you know, I mean, there needs to be some candidates that can, uh, that can actually run against these two. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know if you've heard any candidates, but... You know, I, I'm, now, I'm, I'm sorry. Are you talking about yeah. anyone to run against Langevin and Cicilline? Exactly. I have not heard of any credible type of individual. I know they'll come up with someone, but this comes back to, and I hate to be a broken record here, Steve, but again, Cicilline has the illegal voting list in Providence. You can't beat him until that voting list in Providence is cleaned up. Providence is the problem. Providence because of the illegal voting in the city of Providence, you can't win. He is CD1, Congressional District 1. You can't take him out in CD1, and you can't win statewide. You can win, for instance, Langevin, if you had a good candidate, Langevin could be beaten. He could be beaten because he doesn't have the hold on the illegal voting list. Exactly. Until... The illegal voting list is exposed and cleaned up. Good morning, Cindy Neal, and there's Raymond and Angela. Until that is cleaned up, you, you, you will not have another Republican governor. You won't have another Republican office holder statewide until Providence, the voting list in Providence, is purged and cleaned up. John, I agree with you 150%. If someone came to me and said, I'm a Republican, the way to take out Cicilline would be to run as a Democrat in a primary and try to take him out that way. That would might be the only way. But if someone came to me and said, I'm a Republican, I have money, I want to run against David Cicilline, what do you think? I, would, I, I hate to say this, Steve, but I would say, don't waste your money. Because well, John, the, the I, voting know. list is too fraudulent. We're not talking about a couple names. You have thousands of people that are registered to vote who should not be registered to vote. This is this is criminal activity that has taken place. I can't stress that enough. Hi there, Lauren. Well, you know, I, I mean, um, I, I'll tell you, John, um, the way that Cicilline has been... Being, is being portrayed as far as you know the uh, the impeachment uh, you know the impeachment testimonies and things like this. I, I think he's ripe. I think he's ripe for an overturn. You know what I mean? You're, um, you're dreaming. 
You're well, in fantasy land. I know, John, but I mean, I can always dream, right? You know what I mean? It's not happening. So, it's not happening. Well, He's, well, we'll see. He, um, you, 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 know? you can. You can. It doesn't, it's not that we're going to see. It, it's, that's like, you know, do you want to take a bet on whether or not tomorrow's Saturday? I mean, it's, it's, it's not happening. I, I don't know how else to explain. All right, let, I, I am intrigued. What, what do you mean? You think he's ripe to be taken out? Yes. Do, 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 by who? By the voters in the Rhode Island. Who votes in I that? Think they, I think, I think we, are, we are so sick and tired of David Cicilline in you know in Washington, on on the uh, you know on the far left, I think he's right to get overturned. You know what I mean? Have, it's have, just my opinion. Let me let me just ask you a quick question. Have you yes, ever sir. played or coached sports? Yes, I. Oh, you no, have. I played sports. Yeah. Okay. Um, have you ever coached or played in a game that was a rigged game? And what I mean by that is, oh, I used oh. to coach. Hold on, I used to coach basketball. I used to play basketball. I a couple of times as a coach was coaching a, a team and coaching a game where I suddenly realized at halftime that the refs, there were two refs, that they were in with the coach on the other team. It was a rigged game. The entire second half, they did not call one foul. It was a girls' basketball game. Hi there, Estelle. They didn't call, hi there, Glenn Johnson. They didn't call one foul on the other team, not one. And meanwhile, the whistle was blowing every second on our team, they were calling all these travels and everything. It was, I, I knew at halftime, we struggled. We almost still despite that. But I, I can't stress enough, it's, it's a rigged game. You're confusing. You're treating the election like it's a fair election, Steve. I mean, you're, you're a smart guy. You don't, but I don't get it. What, like, what part of a rigged voting list do you not understand? You can't, you can't beat that. That's like... You know, like you think you're going to go to Twin River and you haven't figured it out and you're going to beat the house on blackjack. It's not happening. It has nothing to do with what the voters want. Like, you don't get that, though, right? Do you not get that or you don't believe me? Well, John, honestly. But, as opposed I to what? Have you been lying to me? Suddenly no, now no, you're no, going to be no, honest no, with no. me? No, no. Let me, let me, if I believe you, then I have lost all faith in the Rhode Island voting system. What a thank you. Why do you think the Providence Journal is taking Gorby to court? I don't know well, how else to explain it. So when I, when I give you examples and present to you how the voting system is rigged so you don't believe me on that? Well, John, if it's, if it's rigged, as you say, that Nellie Gorby should be brought to court. Of course she should. And, and, and that needs to be flushed out. Oh, come on. But I mean, again, I, I don't know what else to say. How, how many times? Listen. You're a smart guy. I appreciate the call. I don't know how else to explain it. Governor Raimondo, we are to believe she got 200,000 votes last time, 2018. Anyone? Does anyone believe that? 60,000 absentee mail ballots? I impossible. Listen to me. The Rhode Island voter? Ir irrelevant. What did Stalin say? It doesn't matter. It doesn't. <laughs> I don't know how else to. I mean, that, that's a frustrating call because I almost then feel like this is someone that's just not absorbing it. Or maybe they, they don't want to get it. I don't know how else to explain it. Based on what you're telling me, it sounds like it, it, it is rigged. Uh, it's, it's absolutely rigged. What do we do about it? In Rhode Island, remember, it's not who votes that counts. It's who counts the votes. It's a rigged game. Rhode Island voter. The Rhode Island voter doesn't want Ramundo. Folks, doesn't this make sense? Do you know anyone that voted for her? No one voted for her. 
All right, 766-1380. I want to remind you about our friends at Henry Oil. Call Henry Oil today. That's right. Thank you, Armando. Uh, Armando. I haven't met anyone voted for. 60,000 absentee mail ballots? The voting list is rigged in Providence. I don't know how else to explain it. The voting list in Rhode Island is over by 280,000. This isn't dead people voting. These are people, they have mail ballots and absentee ballots. They're not U.S. citizens. They're not Rhode Island residents. They should not be voting. There's no checks and balances between who registered to vote and then they were able to vote. I repeat, here's the scam. There is no checks and balances of who is registering to vote. Who's registering to vote. Forget about the polls. Forget about Election Day. Who's registered to vote. That's where it needs to be cut off. That's where it should be. That's where they are exploiting the system. Folks, Henry Oil, call them today. Good morning, Carmine and Lori. 401-521-0200. 401-521-0200. Henry Oil, serving most of Rhode Island and southeastern Mass. Check them out online at henryoil.com. Full-service fuel company, fuel oil, diesel, gasoline delivery, 24-hour burner service, oil burner service and installation, automatic delivery, budget plans, lock and cap pricing. Call Henry Oil today. Henry Oil, fuel oil, diesel, gasoline delivery, reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. It's Henry Oil. 401 521 401-521-0200 for Henry Oil. Folks, it's Sean DePietro. Open lines continue. Hi there, Kevin. It is true. Kevin's right. Hi there, Anne-Marie Sullivan. Everybody on FB Live. Again, maybe you've never called in. We're going to do an open line. This is a day to celebrate. Uh, I don't believe they're going to be able to stop. I, I, the information we have, and I want to play more reaction, is that this whole impeachment scam waste of time is coming to an end uh, in the next tonight, tomorrow. Sometime it's being wrapped up. And then, you know, this, this whole thing is done with. So it's a, it's a great day in America is what it is. 766-1380 on the John DePietro Show. Do you own and operate a small business and you rely on communicating with your employees while they're out in the field? Well, if you do, this is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. This is Sal with T-Mobile for Business, and I encourage you to reach out to me today at 401-332-0000. This is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. Right now, we have unlimited plans with unlimited talk, text, and data with no contract, great deals on iPhones and Samsungs. This is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. Stop wasting money. Call me for a free consultation at 401-332-0000. Again, 401-332-0000. Stop wasting money with your current cell phone carrier. Call me today, Sal with T-Mobile for Business, 401-332-0000. Folks, remember, immortal seats for the best tickets. Download the free app. Oh, I'm holding it up, but it's backwards. Immortal Seats. Remember, download their free app. You can call Michael, 888-933-SEAT. 888, it is actually backwards, 933-SEAT. Download their free app. Remember, first purchase with the app, $30 off. Type in promo code 30 off. Tickets Celtics, Bruins, Taylor Swift, Kenny Chesney, uh, Billy Irish, Irish, uh, Motley Crue. Office right in North Providence on Smith Street. Sell your tickets to Immortal Seats. Immortal Seats. 888-933-SEAT. 888-933-7328. The best tickets available. There they are. They're waiting for you at Immortal Seats. 
You are listening to the John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI. All right, and we're back on this glorious Friday. Hello there, Kathy. Folks, it's John DePietro, 766-1380. 766-1380 is our phone number. To the phones we go. Good morning, you're up on the John DePietro Show. Hello. Good morning, John. Quick question. Do you yes, need sir. an ID to register to vote? No. Good question. The answer is no. You should, but you don't. Thank you. That's the question. You know, that, I'm glad. Thank you for that. That is a major problem. What do you mean you don't need? See, here's the thing. People fall into uh, voter ID, uh, ID at the polls, and that is true. But listen to what the caller just asked. That was a great question. Listen to me. You don't need an ID to register to vote. They're registering people without ID. You know, there's a company, and I, I don't mean to be redundant, but there's an organization that this was back in 2016. They're called DUSA. Terry Gorman knows what I'm talking about. And they had a press conference with Nellie Gorbia. It's Dominican-run organization, New York and Brooklyn. They had, hi there, Diana. Hello, happy to be here. Hello there, Diana, Riccardi, Scorpio. They, um, they had a press conference with Gorbia at the State House. This local organization, they have an office. You know, talk about, like, adding insult to injury. Their office is right on Warwick Avenue. Dennis Warburton will love this. The intersection of Warwick Avenue and Ferncrest. Right there, that, that office brick building. We used to stand in front of this building. Dennis Warburton knows this. We used to stand in front of this building for the bus to Hendricken. Inside that building is DUSA, D-U-S-A. And what it is, it's Dominican in, in the United States. And they had a press conference at the State House with Nellie Gobia, Secretary of State. I drew attention to this. I wrote about it. I mean, no one can claim that I didn't draw enough attention about it. And they had a press conference to announce that they had registered, follow me now, 25,000 new voters. 25,000 new voters. Now, I want you to think, people say, well, is that 25,000? The population in East Greenwich is 14,000. 25 new voters. New voters. That's what, and they had all the paperwork, right? What do they do? They have all these people from the Dominican. And they, they don't have IDs. They're not citizens. They're not Rhode Island residents. I know that much. And they're registered to vote. They keep track of them. And then they get absentee ballots through them, I'm telling you. All right. We're going to get an update with the news at 12. I know there's someone on the line. Stay there. More of your phone calls. We have a lot more to go. Matty Yellow stuff coming next. Leave it right here. On the John DePietro Show. WNRI and W236CW Woonsocket, 1380 AM and 95.1 FM.